This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Risk soars at the drought ends. The headline read, Driest Western Corn Belt in a Lifetime. It was from Bryce Anderson of DTN. For some large portions of the Western Corn Belt, the four-year period from December 2019 through November 2023 have been the driest in a lifetime. That's the takeaway from a review of 48-month precipitation totals posted on the NOAA National Centers for Environmental Information Climate at a Glimpse website. That stark assessment is certainly true in Iowa. The 48-month Iowa statewide precipitation total calculated by them is 113.72 inches. That is 27.52 inches below the 1991 to 2020 mean precipitation value of 141 inches. It's also the eighth driest four-year stretch in a total of 125 four-year periods on record going back to 1895. The driest such period of record was back in December 1954 to November 1958, 65 to almost 70 years ago, unquote. I was only two years old in 1954, but both my dad and father-in-law were farming then. They remembered the drought of their lifetimes and shared a few things about it later. I know that it impressed on my father the need for subsoil moisture reserves to get through the season. As long as our subsoil held moisture, he was never worried about losing the crop. I know that over my lifetime, more yield has been lost to too wet here than from drought. Everything got patterned tiled. My father-in-law said that he had corn in 1954 that did not make ears. He said it still made good silage, though, as nutrients were in the plant. They salvaged the drought-impaired crop through feeding cattle. Back then, they mowed, plowed, tilled multiple times, and opened the ground again when cultivating, so lost a lot of moisture given those practices. We do much less of all of that to the point of no-till. Farmers have geared up with planting equipment and technology. We plant earlier so crops get a faster start to canopy soils, which also conserves moisture. And then there are drought-resistant hybrids. 2023 crops tapped out our subsoil moisture reserves to get to the finish line. All of our production practices had a significant impact in mitigating the drought. The same 2023 weather seen here last year, back in 1954, would have produced a much more dire yield result. So the moisture conditions are seriously drier at this point in 2024 overall in Iowa than they were a year ago. The exception is the northwest corner of the state. Up until this week, there has been a snow drought, although snow melt typically runs off. Recharge will wait now until the spring thaw and require a pattern change. We're starting 2024 with long-term precipitation deficits across the majority of the state. We're still in the grip of the 89-year drought cycle until we are not. The dry fall and open harvest allowed crops to get out and gave time for an unusual amount of fall tillage, fertilizer applications, and prep work with farmers able to work up until Christmas. Driving through the heart of the state, I see more than usual tillage having been done, fewer standing corn stalks, and a lot of NH3 knife marks sliced into soybean ground. I would say that farmers that have never been more prepared to plant their next crop as in the spring of 2024. We hope it rains, but as dry as subsoil levels are, it'll be difficult to delay planting by spring rains as moisture would soak in. There's enough topsoil moisture to get crops started here. Whenever a crop goes in early in good condition, it is then very hard to kill. 
The extent of fall preparation for 2024 new crop makes me worry that farmers will again repeat their mistake of 2023 and plant too much corn. The trade talks up fewer corn acres and more soybeans, but talk is cheap. Input costs for corn have gone down, and last year farmers produced better than expected corn yields under less than ideal conditions. I know that I like growing corn. I have gone to a corn-soybean rotation and will stay that way in 2024. I need to see a better soybean yield relative to my corn yield, or I may go back to corn on corn that I practiced for several years. They have made progress on rootworm control. I find it hard to believe that farmers will plant less than 92 million acres of corn this year, and that given a trend yield, that would be way too much production for current demand. Bearish sentiment now rules mines, and is bearish enough for there to be a bullish surprise from either demand or supply, preferably both in USDA reports Friday. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Oh, oh, oh.